but it is like everything in the kingdom. You know, when you look back on it, it's this like five minute story. This like, and God just showed up and it was great. And you know, when you're in the middle of it, you're like, I got no clue what's going on. You know, I'm just trying to trust Jesus and, yes. and walk this thing out the best way I can. Welcome to Kingdom Over Everything. I am your host and Chief Fire Igniter, Shea Bynes, and I have with me one of my favorite people. I used to call him my brother from another mother and the same father, but apparently that was confusing to people. <laughs> so now I say my brother from another mother and the same heavenly father so that people get it. Matt new show, new titles. See, I like this. It's, it's great. It's great. <laughs> So I have with me a dear, dear friend and brother, Matt Tommy. What's going on, Matt? Good to be here with you. Absolutely. Listen, I've had you. I think you are one of the most frequent. I had like I was hosting Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur podcast over over nine years. You were probably in the top five of people that I had that many oh. times on the show back and back and back again. And so, of course, I had to have you back for this. There's always so much goodness. And just like walking out life with you, kingdom yeah. life, business, and all the things. So there's always a story to tell from what we've walked through individually that then helps others. So thanks yeah. for joining me again. Absolutely. Just excited about this new venture that you got. So it's, it's good stuff. Thank you very much. All right. So for those who don't have the benefit of knowing you, Matt, uh, take us back a little bit of your journey of your, the artistry and business. I mean, and all the way up to, if you can take us all the way up to what you're doing this week, which is launching an online discipleship community yeah. uh, with folks all over the globe. So like, take us, take us on a little trip here. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I was in ministry early on right after college and figured out that I loved Jesus, but working in the church is not the greatest fit, <laughs> fit for me. And so I left uh, that uh, in the middle of a huge church split back in the early 2000s. Nothing to do with me. Thank you, Lord. But just a, Lord. a great exit and and started my own company. I had a marketing company and graphic design, web design, marketing uh, in Atlanta for a number of years. Um, when the economy tanked, so did my business in 2008. And I ended up just kind of really you know, squirming around, be like, what do I do on this kind of thing? And after working a lot of different just kind of things, trying to hold it together uh, in February of 2009, I had lost a job, lost my company, really in a place of desperation. And the Lord woke me up at two mornings, two mornings in a row, uh, 3.09 in the morning saying, Matt, I've called you as a father to artists go to the nations and raise up an army of artists to reveal my glory in the earth. And okay, wait, hold on, pause, pause for a second. Yeah. Okay. So you heard this twice, two nights in a row at yep. 3.09 in the morning. Yep. When you heard that, did you even know what that, like, did you even know how to process that phrase? Like, I'm raising up an army of artists. Like, did you know what that meant when you heard no, it? No, I, I didn't. Um, I was, the first morning when I got up, there was this, this Jason Upton, who was a favorite worship leader of mine back then. He had this song called Lion of Judah that had this chorus, you know, raise up an army, raise up an army like Joel saw. That's what was churning in my spirit in, in that at 3.09 in the morning. First morning, I didn't get up. I'm rebuking the devil. I'm like, this can't be the Lord. It's too early. You know, second morning I get up, I go, go down to my studio in my basement, open up Joel 3.9 at 3.09 in the morning. And it says go to the nations, raise up an army, gather the warriors and the weaklings. And, you know, this big dramatic passage of scripture. 
And that's when the Lord said, you know, I'm calling you to raise up an army of artists. I'm calling you as a father to artists and, and all of this. But I, again, you know, you 10 minutes later, you're like, is this the pizza that I had last night? Is this really the Lord? I don't know. Now it's 315. Totally. I'm not sure if that was God or not. But but you just you have this knowing right in your heart yes. that this is this is the Lord. And I'm going to just start walking toward this. And, um, you know, as we did, uh, over the, over the years, God just really started, uh, showing up in huge ways. And it was really like you kind of stepped through the wormhole, if you will. Like all of a sudden you went from this place of frustration to favor. And yeah. I'm like, well, how did that happen? Like, did God get in a good mood or did I do something <laughs> right? Or, I mean, what was, you know, what was this about? But I just started kind of learning this, this concept of, you know, when you come into alignment, with who God's created you to be and what he's called you to do. That's where the provision flows. That's where the favor flows. That's where the yeah. opportunities and resources and ideas and all the stuff. And so as I just started taking these little, you know, making these little steps with these little yeses in my heart, God started showing up huge. And he took what was for me, my art hobby and made it into a six figure, the multi six figure art business. And along the way, I started kind of telling that story of, you know, how I was, getting healed from junk in the past, walking with the Lord, growing my business, all that. And that sort of kind of morphed into several books and an artist mentoring program and conferences and, and all this sort of thing. And so that's been my life uh, really since 2009. Okay. Um, so that was two, So that started 2009. Yeah. Okay. And so then, I'd, you know, along the way, I would say 2019, 2020, right before COVID, um, before we knew anything about COVID, I was kind of at the top of my game with that as far as feeling really fulfilled. God's really using us in powerful ways, touching thousands and thousands of artists. Um, the program's growing, you know, just getting more opportunity to to speak into the lives of people. And in the middle of that, I had another dream. Here <laughs> <laughs> are these dreams again. I'm like, this dream, Lord, you got, what's up with this, you know? And, um, in the dream, I'm standing at the back of my studio, which at that point was in Asheville, North Carolina, um, 3000 square foot, beautiful gallery art studio, um, in this big tourist area. Um, and I'd been there coming on 10 years, not, not quite. And, um, in the, in the dream, I'm standing at the back of the door, looking into the studio. It's completely swept clean. The light is kind of wistfully coming in the back, you know, and, and uh, I'm thanking the Lord in the dream for what a uh, beautiful, fruitful season this has been. And then I walked out the back door and I knew that the Lord was saying, you know, this season is coming to an end. I'm going to begin to bring, you know, I'm leading you into another season. And I started getting this sense that the things that I've been speaking to artists all these years, he wanted me to begin to speak to the wider body of Christ about yes. walking in the kingdom. And, you know, what is this? What does this look like to live the abundant life that Jesus promised, not just for artists, but for, for everybody? Yes. And so that started this kind of transitional season that I, I really, I would love to say that I finished and praise God, I'm just out of that and it's just so wonderful. But I really feel like I'm still in. Um, it's It's been a um, a, a difficult and, um, and enlightening <laughs> tra transition. Um, I feel like I do see a light at the end of the tunnel and it's not a train, you know, at this point. Um, <laughs> But but it's, it has been a, a season of, of big transition where, um, you know, the Lord is kind of morphing us. Uh, 
I don't want to say out of what we're doing, but I, I the the word that we kind of have resonated with is like there's another wing to the plane. Yes. That um, you know, the work we're doing with artists is not over necessarily, but there's another thing that God's bringing that is a that's enlarging and widening um, what He's called us to do. So. And I say we because my wife's involved, as you know. And she's uh, amazing. Tanya's right there in the middle of this with me as well. And so, um, but it but it is like everything in the kingdom, you know, when you look back on it, it's this like five-minute story, this like, and God just showed up and it was great. And, <laughs> you know, when you're in the middle of it, you're like, I got no clue what's going on. You know, I'm just trying to trust Jesus and, yes. and walk this thing out the best way I can. So That's it. And that's what I want to hang out with you on uh today in this conversation and i so there's so many parallels that you and i experience by the way because when i think <laughs> about you know you're like okay I, I think you said 2000 so it's 2009 and it was about 10 years yeah. when you were already sensing okay there's something god's doing that's different it's it's building upon it's not completely outside and that's right. the same exact like time frame that i was walking through when the lord's showing me you're not going to be the CEO of Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. Yeah. You know, and it's like, okay, well, what does that mean? What does that look like? And all of those things. And then trying to figure out what's next and just the 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 messy process and, and all of that. And so I want to talk to you about your messy process. Maybe we can go back and forth about some of our learnings from our messy sure. process <laughs> that we, um, that I would agree with you on my end. I'm actually still in it too. I'm not, I can't give the five minute clean up version of right. look what God did. I'm still in the middle of it. So, but I think you're actually further along than I am. So let's, let's just talk through this a little bit. So when you, um, when you were actually getting this message, you have this sense from the Lord that it's like, okay, now you've been growing this successful business, serving these folks, artists all over the world. And now you're sensing, now it's time to take an aspect of that message, just the kingdom living message, not so much the business building for artists part, and then expand that into serving the whole body of Christ. As a business owner, that could be a tough thing to hear for a lot of reasons. One, oh, because yeah. it's like, I had this nice, pretty niche of helping artists and it's very clear and clean and it's developed. And now you're like, I want you to, you want me to talk to everybody in the body of Christ. And I remember you and I talking about that. How did you get to a place of just peace in your heart around even that to me, it's, it's an expansion and an elevation, right? And so how did you kind of navigate that? What were some of the tough parts in it? And then how did you get through the other side? Because you did get to the other side of that because you are launching yeah. an online discipleship community yeah. for folks. Yeah, I think, you know, you just, as you walk with the Lord over the years, I guess you just, you realize when it's him and, and you know, and and I, I've, been, I've been through enough in my life, good, bad, and otherwise to know yeah. that, you know, even though I don't fully understand this, I, I I know that this is the Lord. And and I've seen the fruit of what he's asking me to step into in the lives of the folks that I've, you know, in the mentoring program for artists and that sort yes. of thing. And interestingly enough, you know, I, when we do conferences or whatever, you get to meet people's spouses and family and, and all that. And it's I, we hear this all the time of, well, you know, my wife's in the program, but I've been listening. I started to listen to your podcast too, or I'm sitting in the back every time she's going on live Q and A so that I can hear what you're saying, <laughs> you know, or this really changed our family or my kids are now all gathering around the table, listening to this, or is that Matt, the guy that with a funny laugh or, you know, <laughs> you just, you start to see that God's using this yes. in a, in a wider way. But I think that the other thing that the Lord helped me to understand was that the, the success 
Um, and I hate to say success in the worldly way, but I would say, I guess the effectiveness of what yeah. we've been able to help people in um, really had very little to do with the arts and being an artist. Um, it really has been about helping people to get healed up from the junk in the past, renew yes. their mind to the truth of God's word, find the uniqueness of how God has designed them and then step into that with authenticity. And when you can do that in the context of teaching people how the kingdom of God works, I don't care whether you're an artist or a business person or a school teacher or in the, you know, whatever you're called into that yes. works. Yes. And that, that, you know, which I've now turned into this thing we call God's ideal identity expansion or identity design, expansion, alignment, and love. It's this sort of framework that just kind of works for everybody. Um, when you know who you are in Christ, yes. God reveals your unique design, your assignment gets, you know, uncovered for you. And then as you walk with him, he aligns you and refines you, um, to walk in supernatural love. And so that's, that's kind of been the, I guess the model. And I've just, I think what he's helped me to do in this transition is recognize that that was always, and has always been what's at the foundation yes. of why the artist stuff was so successful. Cause I tell people all the time, and you've seen this too, you know, if you can get your heart and mind renewed to the truth of, of who you really are and get yeah. healed up, all the other stuff, the business details, all, all that will come. I mean, yes. that, that's really the easy part. It's really getting the container of, of us healed up and walking in a healthy way so that we can, we can hold uh, yeah. and, and, and develop what God's invested in us. So. Yeah, that's so good. So I'm curious then when you, so that first thing I'm hearing is like, you're, you're getting the truth that you've actually been doing this this whole time. I'm, you're, yeah. you're taking the most powerful aspect of what you've done and serving more people with it, right? right. Then there's the aspect of, okay, I don't know if this was an easy choice for you or whether you're just like, this was really clear, but you're doing an online discipleship thing globally. Like your mindset could have gone a whole lot of different directions. You could have gone into, hey, um, you know, I feel led to write this book. I'm going to be an author and I'm going to be a speaker. Um, I'm, you know, Lord, we moved here to Texas because you moved from North Carolina to Texas with your family and you've been getting, you know, rooted in local community there. It could have been oh, maybe I'm creating local community here, you know, right here in Texas and all of those things. How did you kind of process through the decision-making around that? I remember as your friend being on the side of your angst of not knowing the answer yet. <laughs> right. But I don't know the story of where, of actually what your process was to get from that place of angst of not knowing yet and having to just really sit and wait on the Lord and get to the other side of that. Talk about that and how long, because I can't remember. We talk yeah. all the time, but I can't remember what that waiting process was like for you as well. Well, I would say it's been at least a year, um, you know, because I didn't, I started writing this book um, last fall. So um, I was playing around with the ideas before that, but really in earnest, like sitting in and writing was last fall. So it's been a year of trying to figure out what does this thing look like? And, yes. you know, we always try to be led by peace. And I just find that, that's, <laughs> you know, if, if there's a one thing we did, we felt like we we didn't feel called to do was just come out here and start a church like right. that was that was not. And and frankly, and, and it's not that I'm not that I'm like anti a local work and that sort of thing. Of course not. But when I when I look at the success and effectiveness of what we've been able to do online, with having a global community, with being able to 
touch masses of people and that sort of thing and and really use the power of technology to be able to connect people. Yeah. Um, it was kind of a no-brainer for us from that perspective of this is something that God's taught us how to use. We know how to work the levers of this, if you will, and now we're yeah. just trying to invite more people into that. Um, does that mean that it's always going to be that way? No, I don't I don't think that it's always going to be exclusively online, but I think that's, that's where we're starting. And yes. um, I, I think just like with the mentoring program, God used that vehicle to sort of give me the opportunity to be known by people and that sort of thing in that realm. Yes. And then opportunities expanded from there. So um, I just really, you know, one of the, on, on the opposite side of that, I'll say, you know, I'm in my own life personally, uh, I just turned 50 a couple of weeks ago and I'm, I'm really, really longing for uh, lasting intimate relationships with people. Yes. Um, I'm in the last few years, I've gotten really sick of, um, influencer culture and this constant push to be bigger, faster, better, innovative, you know, whatever. And it just in so many ways feels slimy and anti-kingdom. And I'm just like, I want to get back to the simplicity of, you know, Jesus said, I just do the things I see the father doing. And so I'm just like, Lord, how can we do the things that we see you doing in the realm that you've given us with the tools that we know how to use um, and what we feel like we have grace for. And so again, and then the other part of that, I guess was, um, I don't know, several months back um, I sat down because I don't know about you, but anytime I go through a transitional time that usually there's a lot of prophetic words or encouragement or things that I feel like I've heard from the Lord or people have yes. given me or whatever. And we just sat down, Tanya and I, and I took all of those things. It was a lot um, of words that we had gotten over the last three or four years mm. and, and tried to just, cause you know, a lot of times when you hear those things, they're like, Oh yeah, that's so great. And then you forget about it. But yes. I had put all those things like in my journal and circle number pieces of paper or whatever. We got it all out and wrote it all down on one thing and started circling mm. things that we thought, you know, kind of like a brain dump, you know, and yes. uh, like a mind map, you know, and That's started right. saying, oh, this connects and that connects. And that, and it just started making sense to us that this was the next step as far as this, this online community. But, um, you know, Tanya told me, she said, you, are you going to be okay if this is, is 20 people, 200 people or 2000 people? Um, and that was you know, even talking to you through this whole process, I said, you know, in the natural, I've been dealing with thousands and tens of thousands yeah. of people. And so of course I just want to go right across the, <laughs> right across the street and right. keep going from there. And, yes. and not that it, it wouldn't be or whatever, but it's like, are you willing to, and this was your encouragement to you, are you, are you willing to give yourself grace to start again? Yeah. Um, with the Lord in the unknown and in the uncomfortability, just like you did, you know, 12 or 13 years ago when you were doing the artist thing. And so yes. that's been, that's been difficult. It's not easy. I mean, I, of course I want to do things that work and are super successful and I don't want to have to try 10 different things to find it. And <laughs> you know, right. I mean, you yes. know, I'm just, and uh, so, and, and part of that, you know, you're like, is this entitlement or is this, and you know, part of it is like, doggone, I paid my dues, you know, but also the other part of it is I want to make the most of the resources and the time yes. and the energy that I have. And I don't want to be wasting time, but as we know, the Lord uses all those detours and that sort of thing to, 
you know, either get us ready for what he's bringing or, or work something out of us that needs to be gone and yes. you know, all the stuff. So it's, it's all of those things, but it's like not, none of this process, I would say, whereas like, you know, 12 or so, 13, what is it? 14 years ago when I got this thing about the artist, mm-hmm. it was like, Oh, here's the plan, you know? And I've been talking about this idea of, you know, Bezalel, he was, you know, he got a plan, right? He got a, right. he got a detailed plan. Here's the tabernacle, build it this way, do it this way. Yes. Noah, he got, he got a plan. You know, this is what Humans. I want you to do. <laughs> yeah. You know, yes. Abraham just got a promise. Abraham just got the thing of go to the land that I'll show you. That's right. Ne- both of those though are the Lord, right? Yes. But neither one of them is more the Lord than the other. And so this is, I'm in a season right now of having to walk by faith in a promise as opposed to walking with the, the, the firmness and the, and the comfort of a plan. And again, both of the Lord, this is just the season that I'm in and he's teaching me new things in this that I didn't get to learn in the last season. So I promise you, I was listening, I'm listening to you and I'm like, are you talking about my life? Are you? <laughs> Are you talking, you're talking about my life, Matt? Right. That is that is so similar to what I've been walking through, not immediately after leaving a CEO seat, because the first year was just figuring out what does that even mean to be an advisor to the company that I co-founded, you know, and, and helping in the transition for everyone else. And then the next, the second year, I was kind of distracted by, okay, there's some things that if my voice isn't going to be here the same, what things systematically do I need to put in place, you know, right. so that I, those things are in order and you know, we're ready for our scalability and my voice is where it needs to be and all of those things. And so I won't call it distraction. It was necessary, but it was, you know, distracting from the next thing I'd say. And so basically this last year, I have, I think I have thought almost every thought that you just described, you know, um, walking through the process of, of, of the next, for me, this podcast is one of the things that's like, Lord, I don't know. I don't exactly know why I'm doing this podcast other than you said, you know, and that this is part of a connection point to to a a promise. Um, I get that. And then having to walk through like some of the early stage things I haven't had to do for years to like, oh, cause it's going to be video. So I've got to walk through learning new things and, you know, audio is, it's like my least favorite of the three. I like to write and I like to speak on audio, but video is my least favorite. So I'm having to walk through uncomfortable things. I'm having to deal with my own junk in my own head about all the reasons why I don't want to do video and all of those things. And, and so this whole process has been, but Laura, like I spent the last nine and something years. And then, and then we, you know, we're, you know, kingdom driven entrepreneur is going through its own like shakiness season for the necessity of its next and all of those things happening at the same time. And it's, like I have to constantly you and I talk about this you know this lie truth exchange where we're exchanging right. you know the lies that decide to show up with the, the truth of God's word and I've had to practice that a lot over this last year you know and then you think about you had said something you had said how uh, you're talking about the difference between Bez- Bezalel uh, Noah and um, and Abraham yeah right and how it's all God and just kind of walking that out but what's funny is you could walk out on what feels like a Moses journey, which is what is which is what I did how many years ago in 2012, and I'm on another Moses journey, but it feels very different from the 2012 Moses journey, sure. and it's so weird, right? Just kind of walking those things out. So I love that. I love the process. I love that you said that you went back to the words. You had a few. 
years worth of yeah. prophetic words. I assume that's a combination of things that people had spoke to you as well as things the Lord spoke directly to you. And you're kind of going through those and you're finding themes and you're seeing patterns and you're seeing things that you might've forgotten that are like, oh, now this actually makes sense to me right. now. I love that. And yeah, so I think because I'm a, you know, I'm a journaler and yeah, I, same. that came out of my healing journey years and years ago. So this is a normal part of what I do. And thankfully I dog ear things or market where I'm like, this is a Jesus, you know, this, <laughs> this is, this is the Holy Spirit speaking, not just me. Mm -hmm. I can, I can access those things. You, you got to color code it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But it was, it's, it's been interesting to me though, the things that you think, um, you know, like in my own life, I just look at those words. There's so much about, I've got you. Don't worry. You're in the right place at the right yes. time. You know, da, 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 just this constant reassurance. Um, there was a lot more in there about pastoring and caring for uh, people and bringing complex principles and, and things into simplicity yes. uh, for people, you know, so you just kind of start bringing all those things together and, and, and start to get a clear sense. But, it, but still, there's always that, that element of I'm walking in the mystery of this and I'm yes. just going to take the next step. I think the thing that I've come to believe, and I know you believe this as well, is that, you know, this is God's story. He wants me to get this more than I want to get this. That's right. And, and that even if I'm, I, I've tried, I try to, I've tried to relinquish this and jettison this idea that I'm going to miss it. You know, that yes. I'm going to miss God, yes. you know, like yes. I'm his son. He loves me. Like he's trying to get me down this road. That's right. And, and so this idea that I can just in, in my faithful devotion and hearing and listening all this, somehow I'm going to miss it. I'm like, that's just the enemy, you know, yes. tempting you with, with that kind of stuff. So just constantly bringing your heart back to, even though I can't see this, even though I don't know exactly what's going on, Lord, I know you got this and I'm just going to be, I'm going to be faithful and, and, and ready in this moment, even though I don't understand everything. So. Oh yeah. That's so good. Uh, so my equivalent to that is this was just last week. I, just last week, I was having a conversation with a dear sister of mine. I was saying, I've been getting on my own nerves, you know, cause, like when you have, cause, cause it's like, I teach it, I've lived it. Yeah. I ha and I have such a self-awareness of when my thoughts aren't in alignment with the, the, the truth, you know? And so I was like, I haven't had a live truth exchange this many times in many, 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 many years. And I'm like, I am getting on my own own yeah. nerves. Yeah. And I had shared with her that I felt like I was being a whiny brat. This is what I said to my friend. And she said to me, I'd like you to reframe that uh, because you are sitting in a place of judgment of yourself. And meanwhile, the Lord's saying, I'm with you in this. Your feelings matter. I'm with you in it. And we're doing this together. It was almost right. like I'd taken, taken myself outside of it to try to like, well, I got to fix it. I got to fix that I'm being whiny. I need to fix that, you know, uh, I'm getting on my own nerves. And he's just like, I'm right here. Like we were walked through this together. I'm not condemning you through it. You know, right. that was just last week. <laughs> Listen, yeah. I'm just happy to be up on this podcast today because I was going through it this morning. It's like, it's the, it's the, it's the, it is, but it is constant. And I think that's the, that's so important for people to hear is yes. that when you see, when you see people that God is using in whatever way, you, you don't often realize that there's a backstory. There's a, there's a, a, a narrative that is running through their life, just like that's it's true. running through your life. And the only reason that we're able to stay in the, you know, 
have the privilege of being able to speak into people's lives is just because we we keep saying yes, we keep getting yes. back up. That that thing of the righteous fall seven times, but get back up. And I'm like, I feel like I get it wrong more than I get it right sometimes. Yeah. But I but I keep I keep pressing on. Yeah, and I, I think that's the that's the key. And, and and you know, and I'm just teaching this in this you know new stuff that I'm teaching with this new course and all that. But just this idea that you know, just revisiting again myself, I'm not outside over here and God's over here and I'm trying to get myself cleaned up so that he can use me. I am in him. He is in me. There is no separation. That's it. And you know, this is, this is, I was, I was hearing somebody the other day on praying on TV and they're like, Oh God, would you just come and be in this moment? I'm like, he's in you. He's right here. He didn't leave. (laughs) And so, but, but, but you have to, you have to constantly remind yourself of that because the enemy, that's the thing that he's trying to separate you from, uh, is, is that oneness of, of relationship in Christ. And so, yeah, that's exactly right. Just this morning, um, I was, I'm in the middle of mentoring a group of, uh, kingdom entrepreneurs in South Africa right now. And one of them, and I was asking them, you know, about, you know, what's your biggest struggle that you're facing right now, you know, on your kingdom driven entrepreneurial journey. And one of them had said, well, it's just that I, it's, it's that I always want, I want to get to this place where I'm always working from a place of rest and I'm not, and I'm not striving and I'm this and I'm that. And I saw the word always, and it stood out to me. And I was like, well, I think always is a big thing to ask uh, of our, of our human selves. Right. But I think there's just something really powerful about the fact that when there is an awareness of your oneness in him, it sh- it's like it flips the switch. So yes. when you see it coming, you can see it coming from a mile away and you can flip the switch. And yep. the faster we can flip the switch when that decides, when that decides it inevitably wants to show up, because there's, there's literally always opposition at some point, right? Yeah. So, there's, you know, so it's just like having to keep flipping that switch, but just being able to be aware that that's happening and then get back into that place of oneness in him that's yeah. the game changer. That's, that's the life, that's the lifetime shift. Yeah. I think if we can, you know, use everybody's talking about being triggered, you know, these days, if we can use these, these moments that trigger us to go to our worst self or go to the yeah. things that the enemy has for us, tr- you train yourself to say yeah. in this moment that I feel defeated, unworthy, inadequate, imposter syndrome, all that, I'm going to train myself to run to God. Yeah. In that moment, as opposed to running away from him. And that is a, that's a learned behavior. But as we know, you know, we can, we can help, help our body create those new pathways in our brain yeah. and, and Holy Spirit can, can invade that. And it, it can become our normal, but um, it, it's a process. And, yeah. I, you know, it's, it's never going to be, it's never going to be perfect. I love that. You know, what you said, just that always is a big, that's a mighty big ask, you know, for, for all of us. And yeah, we all Christ. want that, you know, so. Right. I love that. So, okay. I'm going to switch gears a little bit because I want to hear your thoughts around this. So going back to the thread of something you said earlier around this, this word that you got many years ago around an army of artists, yeah. right? So I want to take that thought. And then also with the thought of the new thing that you're doing, which is an online discipleship community. Okay. So in both cases, there's a community centered movement needed, necessary here, yeah. right? That's been happening and continues to happen. 
And you and I had a text exchange the other day, and I was like, hey, if you're called to have, a, if you're called to raise up an army, then there, that means there's got to be some other officers. <laughs> it means there's got to be like a lot of people involved and all of those things. And that's kind of what we've been walking through with Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur is just the, you know, me not, have, you know, it's not centered around Shay, it's centered around this. And then like practically walking that out is actually a little bit complicated because people right. get connected to a person. Right. Sure. So you can say as many times as you want, this is not centered around me. This is centered around Jesus. This is centered around this and that. But people get connected to personalities and it's under, you know, and that's part of the process. Right. Yeah. But this process of like of raising up and providing platform for leaders so that we can multiply and operate in a, in a community driven way. And I think that that helps us to then not fall into or have to even deal with the trappings of like influencer culture and all of those things, right. we're able to multiply. It's like raising up folks and equipping folks, collaborating with folks. Where are you in this journey with all this stuff? What are your thoughts? Well, it is a hundred times more complicated to involve other people than it is to do it yourself. I facts mean, upon facts. Let's just be <laughs> facts upon facts. straight up with that, you know? Yes. Um, People don't always cooperate. They don't always follow the rules that you want. It, it is more messy. It is, you know, I mean, it just is, you know, yes. and, and, and I think, frankly, that's one of the things that I've enjoyed about being in uh, the way that we've built our, our other business, because, you know, when you're in, in church and, 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 you know, close proximity to people, it's like, Ooh, this thing gets messy. Like this thing gets messy quick, you know? <laughs> And, um, whereas when you're online, you can just be like, praise God, see you next week, you know, and, uh, you know, move right on. But right. we really have felt like, um, and we're putting this at the core of what we're doing. And this is, is building a, a network of small groups, yeah. um, with volunteer leaders, um, that are going to be, you know, leading six, seven, eight people, um, in a group, uh, to, for the purpose of, you know, goal setting, accountability, discipleship, yeah. encouragement, prayer, um, all of that. And so it's going to be, um, I, I know it's going to be a challenge. I know it's going to, there's going to be a messy, um, component to that. Yeah. And I think that, uh, as soon as I say, and we're just fine with that, we're just trusting. God. I know it. I know it's going to be, there's going to be some, I'm going to be calling you in six weeks going, Oh my God, I cannot believe we did this. You know, this is, this would have been much easier to do it all like we've done it before. Yeah. But I really, it's kind of like planting churches. You know, I've, I see my, I, I got some friends that, you know, they're planting churches and there's, they're like campus pastors for the one big guy, like the one big guy comes on the screen and then yes. they're the people that are having it. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. I don't want right. to be raising up the gifts and talents that are in yes. people yes. so that they can do the thing that God's called them to do, not That's just right. be a further megaphone of my voice. You yeah. know? And so I, I don't have all the answers to how that's going to look because I think that, you know, like I said earlier, I do, I would love to have uh, local expressions of what we're talking about um, be developed and, yeah. and that sort of thing where people are not just meeting online, but meeting uh, in homes and, and that sort of thing. But we don't have clarity yet on all right. of how that's going to work out. But I think that at its heart, we're, we're at least putting our stake in the ground saying yes. relationships um, is where, you know, transformation happens. Cause a lot of, I think that's one of the things in these last 10 years of influencer culture and online training and all this kind of stuff. The, the thought is 
or the, you know, the sales pitch is if you just know this, this strategy, this framework, this five things, then your life will be changed. And I know that that's not true. I know that it's when interaction and information come together. That's right. You know, it's when you can, we can get the stuff that you need to learn, but you can start working it out in the context of your relationship with the Lord, your ability to trust yourself, your ability to hear from others and, and walk with them and get feedback along the way. That's where real transformation happens. Yes. And so that's what I'm trying to build a framework for here in this discipleship community is how can we give you the stuff that we need, that you need to grow, but let you, somebody said the other day, I just loved it. A friend of mine, she was like, this is going to be like an incubator where the kingdom can get birthed and grow in people's hearts. And I'm like, love that. That was, I just love that. Yeah. That, that concept. So yeah, same here. It just, it gives you the, at least for me, it gives a picture of a process a developing a forming right yeah, to that yeah. point of creation because you know you and i in this online world and online space there's so many so many of these like promises of this happens you know this in, a, in our business context take you know six figures in the next six months or get your first seven figure year this year go from zero to seven right. <laughs> zero to seven figures in one year and all of these things and in this and it's the thing that's attractive to a lot of people but yet there's so much underneath that and i think even in this area of someone who's saying i want to live a kingdom life in every right. area it's not like hey pop this thing in and in 6 months ta da <laughs> you know it's well, you like know, this is life in the kingdom it's be, it's like it's it's that process you know and i think we should embrace it as a journey I think it, I think too, you know, and, and I'm saying this as somebody just like you that has trained a whole bunch of entrepreneurs and people living their a great life and making money and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. I think it's, it's so dangerous though, to equate kingdom life and freedom in the Lord with entrepreneurship and entrepreneurial success, because while that may be a part of what God is doing and a vehicle that God uses in some people's lives, I can point to. I know tons of people like in our artist mentoring program who they love Jesus with their whole heart. They're pretty good artists. God is using them in powerful ways, but they are not cut out to be entrepreneurs. They're never going to build a business like that, but that in no way should take away from their desire to press into all that the Lord has for them, whether it's their art as ministry or just as a place to spiritually process with the Lord or whatever. And so I think that's the other side of, of, what I'm trying to do in this, this community is say, you know, the, the point of this is not necessarily dollars in your pocket, right? We're not even addressing that at all in, in this, <laughs> right? Not in this community. Right. right. Yeah. We're just trying to say, you know, let's get your, let's get your heart, right. Heart healed up. Let's get your idea, heart and mind, you know, renewed to the truth of God's word, learn yeah. how the kingdom works. And then let's see what God does. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, and if you can, if you can approach things that way, cause I think, you know, and I'm, listen, I love talking about provision and finances and God's faithfulness and all that as much as anybody. But if you go after money and provision and wealth and influence and all that before you have the heart and before you understand your design and your assignment and all that, you're getting the cart before the horse. That's and it, it can be just as, if not more detrimental to you um, in the long run. So facts upon facts. Okay. One other thing that's on my mind that I want to talk to you about. <laughs> <laughs> So 
you so there's gonna be a lot of conversations in the podcast around you know unity in the body of christ like it's, it is jesus's prayer that we may be one right and that we're expressing that and people can see that True. and that's how they know right that's how that's like the evidence you know and there's a lot of traditions different traditions different thoughts different theologies different things and all of that right even within the kingdom if someone's if if you you could say you can say this is kingdom centered teaching and listen to 12 different people and even their flavor of what that looks like or what's emphasized right. and all of those things uh, can look different. And I'm curious to know for you kind of how you navigate or whether you even bother to navigate just kind of the space of that variation of thought or even maybe tension around people that's like, you're saying that, but that's kind of coming against the, their tradition or just like they're firmly planted in, no, I don't believe that, that you believe uh, that you're teaching. I don't believe, like, how do you navigate those spaces and stay in that place of, of, of with the goal of, of operating in unity? Yeah. Well, I think, I, I don't know the exact quote, but you know, it's like, you know, we gotta, we gotta focus, we gotta have unity in the things that matter, right? And grace in the things that that, are, that don't necessarily. Yes. And so yes. there's a whole lot of church culture out there that yes. that I may or may not agree with. And so, right. um, but I think the thing that I always, and I, I've, I'm not, I don't ever like to come across as a dogmatic, kind of, I'm not, I'm not a dogmatic type of person. And so, but anytime somebody comes up to me and they're like really like a dog on a bone, they will not let go of this, pet theology or pet tradition that they have my question is well let's look at that in god's word like let's look at that you know it does this represent the heart you know the the life of jesus that we saw or is this something that's more developed out of just a tradition and a, and a culture and that sort of thing or was this something that started out great and simplistic but turned really weird and dogmatic you know because <laughs> right I mean, because I mean, and I, I don't want to sound like, you know, Matt saying he's got all the answers, but it's like, you look at every major denomination in the world, most of them started with this really fresh revival centered move of God, but a generation or two afterward, they kind of locked it down and said, well, this is it. We don't want any more. You know, we've got the, the revelation. And I said, I think, you know, the minute we do that, you know, we, we begin to, to say, Lord, we don't want any more of you. We don't mm. want to hear your voice in a fresh way anymore. Bro. We don't want your, you know, your revelation for, for our generation right now. And of course we know the word of God never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. But the, the way in which we interact with each other, the way in which the, just like, you know, I remember, you know, years ago when people were talking about uh, you know, doing ministry online. Oh, it's the devil. It'll never work. You know, all this kind of, you can remember 30 years ago when people were like drums in church. Oh my God. You know, <laughs> I mean, all this kind of stuff. So I think you, I'm just always trying to kind of hold that stuff loosely, but also point people back to, to God's word and say, now is this, yeah. is this your opinion or is this actually what, what God's yeah. word say, says and, and how can we walk this thing out um, together? And I would say the last thing I just, I, I don't fight with people. I, I, I just tell people all the time. If, I'm like, this is who I am. This is what, you know, if that's not going to work for you, I just, I just bless you, but we're not, yes. you know, I'm not, I'm not in the business of trying to convince you. And I sure don't want you to be in the business of coming into our community and sowing 
a lot of dissension. That's right. Um, you know, when, when this is obviously not something that is a, is a make or break issue necessarily. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's, that's, that's really rich. And you preached a whole sermon up in there. Um, <laughs> you had a one liner in there. That was a whole sermon all by itself. We could have had a whole episode just on that. Ah. <laughs> uh, Matt, I love you, dude. This is really, really good. I'm excited about this uh, discipleship community. What's it called? God's, what's the name of it? So the book is called God's Plan for Living, and we just kind of kept that for the community. Um, And so people can go to godsplanforliving.com and um, find the book, the devotional, the community, all the stuff there. And um, we're excited about it. We're excited to see what God's going to God's gonna do with it. So Yeah. So we're going to have to have another conversation like several months from now and just see what, <laughs> what actually happened. Right? See, <laughs> <laughs> see where some things landed in both of our worlds around some of these things that we're talking about. But That's thank right. you so much. Yeah. I, shout out that URL one more time for us, please. Yeah. Just godsplanforliving.com. And uh, all the stuff is, is right there. So Awesome. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate you. Absolutely.